We're talking about the war on truth, how it's impacting education, economics, and what are these misinformation strategies anyway? We'll be right back. Hi, everybody. I'm Larry Kortkamp. I'm Susan Hamilton. we got a big day on education, misappropriation, I don't know, education fraud. Ah. Throw it all in there. <laughs> Guys, what are misinformation strategies anyway? Well, number one, uh, if we can get you to believe that anything that, is, that the state does not endorse is misinformation, well, there's a win for the win column right there, isn't it? Um, we've got some... Who is the state? Right. So when we're talking about the state, that can come from any of the federal. Usually we're looking at the federal government, but that's not the only place this stuff comes from. As you're going to see in this episode, that can come from your school, from your local, from your state school government, board, your school state board, government, cities. Yeah. The, the organizations that uh, your, your health. Um, for the greater context, we're looking at the over 75 alphabet agencies that are not part of the Constitution that have taken the role of being uh, judge and jury over policies they create that you don't have any say-so whatsoever. And it does impact everybody because there's, there's, they've got, they got other agendas. I think that's the biggest thing that people really don't understand. So when we're talking about the e EPA or uh, ATF or any of, these, any of these types of organizations, keep in mind, they're making rules rules. They're making rules and regulations that are being enforced as if they are laws. And they are not laws law. are passed by Congress, right. not by the EPA. So they're making some new rule. Then they're saying, this is going to be who broke the rule. They're deciding that you did or did not break the rule. They've decided on the punishment that's going to be, and then they carry out the punishment. So you can actually be thrown in jail for breaking a rule that was made up by the EPA, not so, any law that was created by Congress. And I'm, I'm, I'm not sure about the EPA, but if, it, if it's not, they'd be the only one that's that you don't have that kind of say. So, I mean, almost all of these uh, alphabet agencies are weaponized in some way. And they're saying that, you know, uh, free speech is weaponized. As a matter yeah. of fact, we had members from the United States of America at Davos speaking at the World Economic Forum saying, that free speech in America was our largest problem. That was our biggest problem is the fact that we can talk. Yeah. But guys, right now and until that day uh, that that's finally completely destroyed, uh, we're going to keep sharing information with you to kind of help you see that full perspective and hopefully activate you to get involved in what's going on in your city, your school board. Because guys, this stuff that they're calling misinformation, uh, Barack Obama in this first article here is talking about these digital fingerprints to fight misinformation. And what they're talking about is tracking. Uh, so uh, in earlier episodes, we talked a little bit about how using the CPU in your computer, you can kind of, they can determine um, absolutely everything remotely, right? They're able to access this remotely, but they can, that, that 
Do, I don't trust them, and neither does Larry. That doesn't mean they can't put use your CPU. Your CPU can th- consider that like in your personal office, right? So whether you work at have a home office that you just deal with your own domestic life, uh, your business, in, you know, your life in business, or your business. Maybe you have a small business, an independent business, um, or you know, maybe you have a large business and you yeah. have tend to have a home office, right? So it's your personal stuff. They don't have a right just to come because that's against the Constitution because that would be a legal search and seizure. You have to have uh, warranted information. They're saying, well, with technology today, we can decide what that warranted information is. And the problem with that whole big scenario is they've determined that it has to do with information. They've determined that information is dangerous. Well, certain information is dangerous. dangerous. And I think what they're talking about is certain information like uh, the truth. The truth is pretty dangerous, apparently, and they don't really like it. And we're going to highlight it today, but in in education. So what is the truth about education? Well, they're telling us that all these things that happened to our schools over the past two years with this silly pandemic were necessary, needed. But what are we seeing now? Math and reading scores down nationwide. Why do you think they're down nationwide? You think it's because the kids were kept home and they weren't being taught? in that environment? Whether they were not being taught, what if, what if though they had been in those schools and they were still not be, our education's been going downhill because we the people have not paid attention. We believe that oh, that everything that's going on with school has to do with education. Well, during the lockdowns, when parents got to see what was actually happening on the computers, we realized, wait a minute, that's not education. That is nothing to do with reading and writing. As a matter of fact, conveying information like that is very, very confusing, even in the reading, even in the academic academic spot, let alone what they learned was really getting shoved down their throat through curricula that we did not want. That had such, to as, do. such as little Cindy because she's white is a racist. Well, there's that. There's and all little the, Billy needs to be uh, performing some sexual acts on little Timmy. You know, and it's, showing it's bad. the videos and, the and illustrations right, and right. everything else available at the school library. It, and if somebody goes to an ISD meeting and talks in front of the school board and actually reads yeah. sections from books that are being presented to six-year-olds, that the uh, that the council that's sitting before them is so embarrassed. They have to actually escort that parent out of the room because that type of thing shouldn't be said in public. But these children but could be are being a encouraged. As a matter of fact, that we've shown you in episodes prior to this that they're incentivized. They'll give them snacks or cake or whatever if they go ahead and encourage to read these books and in some states. And so what do we have to do here? We have to realize that while you said, yeah, they were at home and they weren't being taught, or was it, or was it the issue that we got to realize that that much time devoted to the SEL and affirmations and the type of curricula that we would never approve of, yeah. that that is the type of thing that's taking up valuable reading and writing time, valuable mathematics understanding But I see, I see the tide changing. Yeah. I mean, now that parents have kind of been clued in, right, they're starting to get the idea. And I see, again, this comes to us from the Dallas Express. So we're talking about something here in the Dallas area, but this is it's this really is something everywhere. that actually goes just about everywhere. But in this case, there's a new group that's pitching uh, to the ISD. They want to replace that with a different type of system. Which, well, what we're getting at is is the teachers' union monopoly, right? So right. Th- this is, it's a it's everything wrong with with our education system because the actually a lot of people don't realize that the teachers unions are largely influenced through by the WHO so that is an international governance you mean Randy Weingarten it's something uh, you know they're they're coming in through the W who declared is, us all 
terrorists? Look, one of the reasons teachers use these unions is because it is their insurance. They need insurance today in their in, in their uh, classrooms, um, but it's also part. They they're it's sold as though these are the unions that go to bat for that teacher to make sure, just like any union is sold to to the members of it, right? But we've got opportunities now. We're not limited to that. In school board in the state of Texas. We are starting to move away from that, and more and more, um, we can get out of it. And I was going to look for the name of this company, this organization. Um, it's called TEE. It's the Texans for Excellence in Education, and they have pitched a bipartisan yeah. a partnership with a Carroll, which is a local uh, independent school district here in Texas. They've pitched it with the independent school district in Terrell uh, in an effort to replace what is currently. Uh, known here as the TASB, which is the... We call uh, it TASB. TASB. Um, but, you know, she said that they said with the TEE, the Texas... Edu um, education, Excellence in Education. Excellent in Education. Uh, she said that in her presentation, she believes parents should be principally involved in the education of their children, noting that school board trustees are elected by voters and are therefore accountable to the taxpayer, which I couldn't agree more with. That's, uh, that's important. Now, as with anything... If you don't then step into that place as the parent, as the as the constituent, and hold their feet to the fire, you're going to have the same problem. We what what tends to happen, and largely on the conservative side, is we give it to somebody else. We say, okay, finally we got somebody to hold that role, and then we don't look anymore. But all of the problems that we're seeing in education today result were a result of us not looking and not paying attention. I was going to say I want to bring to Susan and I did a story not that long ago about the state of Illinois out of whatever it was, 53 schools, yeah. they didn't have a single student, not one student out of 53 schools that was able to pass math or reading uh, competency tests where they should be at that level out of 53 schools. This is not something that comes from pandemic or anything. This is bad management. That's it's bad truth. management throughout the system. So when we see the results of that coming through historically across the country, saying that they're down nationwide. We got a problem. We got a problem, we need to fix it. And why would we be going back to the same people who are creating the problem for solutions? They've, already, it's they've easy. already mucked it up. That's easy and they're in there. And, and what it takes to actually reach into this uh, uh, is it's a lot. And so often this idea of misinformation and the thought police keep good people from stepping up and saying something. There's a fear factor engaged with that, Larry. There's this, this piece of, oh no, if I challenge what everyone else is, is already believing is an accepted norm, if I challenge that, then I'm the outsider. And guys, when has it not been the case that that is a hard position to be in? It's never going to go away. Yeah. That, you've done, that, that can't mean we don't step up into it. Well, I also think this is... Uh I think people in, in powerful positions, particularly like here in the school systems, you're talking about your kids. I don't know about anybody else out there, but when, uh, when my first child arrived, I hardly knew what a diaper was and how to apply it, let alone trying to decide the future of his life and all life lessons and education and everything else. There wasn't a rule book with that first kid. So when you, you turn to other so-called professionals for guidance in this area. What we're finding out is the people that we're going to for guidance at all these different levels, whether it's about our kids' health or about their education, 
they really have a different agenda in mind, and it's not caring about you or your kid. And instead, it's about all these other different things yeah, that they're I'm, concerned about, and the teachers and what they're doing far down on the totem pole. Now, I'm not going to throw all the teachers under the bus. My sister was one for a long time, but at the same token, they're not all saints either. So some of them are putting in their time and taking their pensions and getting their vacations and just taking their and money. And they have very different agendas for your children today yeah, so because like, they, they're no, coming out of the colleges. Remember, they got rid of a lot of the tenured older teachers that that were aware that boys are a little more uh, yeah. hyperactive in school. And those, there's some get normal rid of them. pieces. Those teachers chose to move they, out of the system, oh, either chose. retiring. Just like in Ireland, you, they're having to choose to sell their cannot, farm to the government. Because you cannot get rid of a tenured yes. professor or educator. However, that changed here in the state of Texas because we just passed a law that says, ain't no lifetime positions when it comes to education. No, but I tell and you if what. we have due cause, we can get rid of these teachers that are not helping the system or helping our No, but kids. in the state, of, in, in Texas, what we ended up doing was really was having a, a whole mass exodus of them leave and take their pensions early. Go ahead and retire. Because they were fed up with the system. Well, no, actually, that was uh, that was orchestrated before all of that. There was there were financial issues with, the, with uh, like for instance, right here in, in Dallas. But... And, and that's not uncommon, actually. That's not uncommon. But what, uh, what I hate attributing but, broadband but solutions months. to problems. But you and I both know there's so many reasons why yeah. somebody chooses not to but, teach anymore. Well, except what, what what tipped me off was two to three months later, there was a massive hiring of all the new teachers. And you started realizing, just like the replacement strategy going on in the United States of America right now, that was happening with our schools. But that's what I'm saying. They were pressured to leave. You can't fire them, but you could pressure them to leave. Yeah, yeah, make through, the deal sweet. You could make yeah. everything either sweet, carrot and the stick. Yeah. Either we don't like you and we make it very evident that we don't like you and we launch all sorts of uh, investigations into you. We deny you the access to whatever you're doing. We cut back on your funding. We make life miserable for you. Or we sweeten it on the other side and say, hey, if you take it early, we'll give you this or this. Yeah. The result's the same. They want you out. Or you out. get your full amount if you go here, but you if out. you wait any longer, you're going to get you less out. money so, out. So yes, they cleaned house. And uh, now why? They're putting in a bunch of new things. But in, in, in the state of Texas, for instance, what, um, what some of these stories that, that we, we know a lot of these people, right, that are actively working in the education side, and we have got this, this UN agenda We've got so many conservatives talking about liberty and freedom, um, that, and Lynn Davenport brings that up, that, uh, well, they're really championing a U.N. agenda. I'm not sure they know it. I don't know that they realize that that's what's going on here um, with these education laws. But one of the things that I am liking about some of the changes that we made here in Texas is a, trans, a parent transparency law. Now, I'm not sure how long it's going to take for that to come into play because evidently that's going to take a couple of years. But we want to have, and we don't have a couple of years, you better go find out how you can take a look at your educational materials pronto. We should all, as a matter of fact, it shouldn't just be parents. This, this, if they, they're so busy saying that oh, the they student... They don't even listen. So my kid is, has gone through the system and is now out of the system. So as far as the system is current, they only want, the only thing they want from me is, is your my money. money. But listen to... the. And I don't even get to talk to them about it. They don't want to hear... It's not that they don't want to hear. Not only do they not want to hear, they forcibly evict us from meetings. They will not choose to hear us. They cause terrorists in order so that we can't talk about it. 
All they want is my money and they take it by force. They put it in Texas in the form of a property tax. Oh, all, all these right. things. So, it's, it's a miserable system. Well, and and it's not working, obviously. The no, scores it's not are down working. all but, over the country. But, but consider the irony because and they get together. Aliens. I mean, oh, the whole thing is such a snarling group of worms. A snarling. Yeah, it's like makes you so angry. <laughs> Listen, and all you hear is some bureaucrat talking about how they're justifying their position. Just sickening. At the same time, they're busy trying to create something called a graduate profile, which I I don't like that idea. This idea that this is what we are going to create. Our community needs us to create a product, and they're looking at these kids not as individual that are gonna grow up with critical thinking skills that are gonna run the city or run the corporations. No, these are little workers Rockefeller was talking about in 1903. And so what he want, they want is this idea that they, they're gonna give a graduate profile and this graduate profile they will, they will actually hire out to other part, part, uh, private businesses, organizations that are gonna come in and help you develop a help you develop one. When you read them, you're like, that is not too hard to figure out. You didn't need to hire anybody and give them these millions of dollars to do that, you bunch of morons. We voted you in the spot, you should have been able to figure this out. That's my personal opinion. Um, but you know, once they do that, they really do believe that they're giving you a product. And anybody that speaks against that stuff, right, we're ignorant. We're, we're the ones that don't know. So what is information and what's misinformation here, right? We do know that our school scores are down. We know that what they're currently doing is not working. And like you said, if the idea that they're going to give us a graduate profile, that they're producing a product for the community, because remember, they're taking that role, the power of the parenting out away from the parent and putting it more in the hands of, of the school to create something. For, but you don't have a say in it. Even a community member doesn't exactly. have a right, but you do have a right. And that's what, when we're ignorant of what our rights are, we won't step into it. You have a right to go to those school, school board meetings. You have a right to, to voice your opinion on what's appropriate for any school. It's public. It's a public education. And that's not limited to the parents of the kids that are in that school. I'm just saying these things are so kept from the public. Talk yeah. about misinformation. Oh, good luck the, finding one your of the, One of the larger ISDs here in town, I'm not going to name them on the air or whatever, but their goal, their reach goal, speaking in business terms, their stretch goal for the season was to get 50% of their kids to read at grade level. Wow. That's really reaching for the stars. I think that was Richardson, though, right? I wasn't going to say yeah. that. It was going to be nice. <laughs> yeah, man, and their goal is to reach That's 50%. their stretch goal is yeah. to get 50% of their kids, half the kids they hope. How many millions of dollars did it take to come up with at that the end great of the idea? Year. Oh yeah, and gosh. you can't have to get them on the get the people that you want on that challenge. And to the, follow up that uh, follow up that thought, and here's the next article here it comes to us from the Canon. It says choosing a college blindfold, but really what the article is about is the continued rise of the cost of education. Why does it always seem to continue to get more expensive for poorer results? And is that the question? Is the question here before us? Uh, okay, let's look at what's the misinformation here. Is the misinformation that this young person is going to go to college and they're, they have an idea of what it's actually going to cost? Or is the idea that, wait, there's a bunch of other costs they had no idea that were going to come down the pipe? Well, and that's what the article is getting into is not only the loan amounts, they're just not very upfront. In fact, it says only half of the colleges in the United States, only half. Why does this 50% number keep popping up? But only half of them actually disclose the full cost of a college education. In any other industry, that would be fraud, and they would be brought up on charges, and their business would be out of business, and they wouldn't be allowed to continue. But the fact that it's higher education, obviously, that doesn't 
doesn't seem to matter. But this next article comes to us from where else? Our friends at the New York Times. Don't we love those people? But it says, how much do you think it matters where you go to college? Does it even matter? I want to broaden that, right? So we now know what college is. We know now that our kids are learning there. We know now that the cost to learn that are going up. We now know that the college is still failing. They're not learning any information. And that the jobs that they thought they could get with that, are not nobody, there, they, people right? don't want them. And we also know that people through the, efforts, through the efforts of people like Mike Rowe, yeah. we know that there are, there's other ways of making a living in this beautiful land of ours. And you can learn how to become a plumber or a longshoreman or a welder or anything else in the blue collar world, make as much or more than you would have with this precious college diploma that teaches you how to be woke, DEI indoctrinated, and not know how to work a full day on the job. So I don't know. I, I just think the, the education system is this really thing. in need of repair. You know, clearing standard information in colleges, financial aid officers uh, offers make it difficult for students and parents to compare affordability and make informed financial decisions. That you know, it's just one area. It's just the money. But all of this, I would like to say, I'd like to throw my hat in the ring and say, I call misinformation. Misinformation. Uh, it's, it's not accurate. And, and and guess what? It's in the, it's in their books and it's in their documents, and they need to straighten that out. They need to make things more clear. That should be an obligation that these organizations, these colleges, are SBOE, and all it, of it. And it's becoming bait and swish. We did stories on Stanford Law, Stanford Law College, where they're graduating kids with so many, they've been so indoctrinated into the woke agenda and the DEI way of life that the places where they're going to go to be hired as law clerks, attorneys, District attorneys, yeah, those people to. are now yeah. saying, we're not going to hire your kids. They don't even have a good law background. We know that Harvard is no longer teaching the Constitution. Now they're teaching something they're calling constitutional law, but it has nothing to do with the Constitution. It's it's actually workarounds and how that how it could be applied to mainstream today instead of learning unfair. instead of unfair. learning the supreme law of the land. They're now learning something else, and that's from Harvard. So, so we've got, you know, what are the these? You said that uh, Catholic schools are actually doing doing well, um, but why? You know, you, the, the the pieces that we would say, okay, things this works, and I can see that clearly it works, or this doesn't work, I can yeah. see that doesn't work. That should have a bearing on what's information and what's information. Um, another thing that we would put in this misinformation strategy. Um, and realize how important this is. The Nevada GOP governor, now this is the GOP governor, signs bill mandating insurance companies cover trans procedures on minors. You know, you go, okay, wait a cotton pick a minute. What, what is the, what's the truth here? Where, does, where do we stand as conservatives on all of this? Um, do we have, do we, where's our uh, need to protect our youth from uh, this maiming uh, surgery and this this life that will not um, give them what they need and and I, I my heart breaks for parents that are going through this when they watch their kids struggle those they're the the issues of the day and but the only if the only answer they're getting is this one answer that causes such significant mutilation I'm, that is concerning we need to really be looking at the only people that come out good on this are the pharma companies yeah. talk about your misinformation but these strategies are out there do not 
um, be worried about sharing this information. You're going to have to take advantage of every opportunity you have to spread truth far and wide. Yeah. Go. We've got all the links to the articles that we share with you in the description box of our Rumble channel. Today, you're not limited to traditional mainstream media that doesn't support your family, your life, your values, or your business. OBBM Network News is available Monday through Friday at 5, nine, five and 9 Central and 6 and 10 uh, Eastern on Traverse TV and available to anyone on many smart TV apps such as Rumble, Roku, and Traverse TV. Connect with us on obbmdfw.locals.com. Truth, Gab, Getter, and more. Remember to subscribe, rumble, like, and share wherever you're using social media. Get the audio podcast version of this show and over 30 others when you subscribe to the OBBM Network Podcast on Spotify, iHeart, and wherever you're listening to podcasts. Thank you for watching and letting your friends know about this program. And do please consider being a member of our Locals.com community at the $5, $10, or $25 level. And you can reach that through the QR code on your screen. We're 100% grassroots funded by you. We want to thank our advertisers and remind our viewers to use their products.